0: Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic host of Bachelor Nation News, and we've got all of your entertainment in one spot. Uh, Selling sunset info, a Vanderpump Rules recap to get to very extensive stuff, this and more on today's Bachelor Rush Hour. so much to get into. We'll lead off with some Bachelor news here. Uh, It's not exactly news, but a lot of speculation out there with Rachel Kirkconnell and Matt James. People are wondering, are they still together? Of course, uh, they are a relationship, one of the last few relationships to survive from the previous couple years. Uh, Of course, never got engaged on the show, but Matt James as lead uh, was embroiled in all the controversy surrounding his season. Of course, Rachel Kirkconnell as well. And they seemingly made it out uh, uh, un, not unscathed, but at least uh, you know, as a as a solidary unit. Uh, but now people are wondering, I'm going to make a video about this, but it's kind of a story that's still developing. Uh, speculation it, It's always a tough world when you speculate on someone's relationships. So I'll just say this. Let's, uh, you know, make sure we don't DM anybody about it. It's really just for the fans to talk about but uh, they're looking at uh, the sort of grid posts on Matt James' TikTok and Instagram and uh, Rachel Connells and not much going on in the last couple months like sure they're, they've they been seen together at some events maybe they had contractually set up but others are wondering uh, why you know as the summer breaks out are they not together and again probably a toxic trait for the bachelor community to always wonder if we don't see them posting about anything could they still be together I mean I look at my relationship my wife and I might go a long time without posting about each other why because you just don't do that once your relationship secures so you're just like alright done whatever uh, but Either way, uh, we wish them both the best, either individually or together. Uh, There is a lot of news to get to today in the world of Vanderpump. Vanderpump uh, had its uh, reunion, part two of three parts last night. And I'm going to play a few clips for you and then our featured video will be Vanderpump. Plus, we have some other stories like Kanye being sued for angry attack on photographer. He grabbed and tossed her phone. Who do we side with here? I'll be honest with you guys. I normally side with a celebrity If they're being followed by somebody and it it can lead to a dangerous circumstance, I say take their phone and chuck it into the street. But here, let's listen to what was actually said. Because, you know, it's it's there's always a nuance to it. This is Kanye approaching their vehicle right here. You can see the video on TMZ. Kanye gonna
1: run up like that. If I say stop I wasn't running. If I say it ain't running. I
0: wasn't running. Stop with your cameras. I know but Kanye, you're a celebrity he chucks their phone, and, and they go, but Kanye, you're a celebrity! Now, Kanye had clearly stopped in traffic to confront these this other motorist, and as we know, uh, Princess Diana uh, was tragically killed in a car accident while running from paparazzi, and this is probably less a paparazzi, and more just a fan or somebody, but this culture that we live in, where we you know can dangerously be following people, again, I don't know what happened that led up to this moment, so um, while he is being sued for throwing somebody's phone I would if I were the judge I would like to see the footage that led up to that and to see if there was any sort of malicious you know there are you allowed to take videos of somebody else in public yes you are you're actually allowed to do that in a public space you can video somebody else Uh, but uh, was there a unsafe condition created by whatever hysteria came from that I'm not too sure but uh, interesting story nonetheless so let's get into some Vanderpump here we have Tom Sandoval snapping on Vanderpump Rules reunion producer he tried to talk to Raquel in private but if you've been watching the reunion of course and if you aren't familiar with the story I'll catch you up real quick uh, Raquel was best friends with Ariana Ariana was dating Tom Sandoval for nine years they shared a home together and it came out earlier in what was called Scandoval uh, where Tom was cheating on Ariana with Raquel and now what they've done in this reunion is they've sort of quarantined everybody so they have one-on-one interviews with Tom Sandoval one-on-one interviews with Raquel and one-on-one with Ariana and they're getting everybody's different stories and not letting them talk off camera. Here is Tom Sandoval on a hot mic, uh, and he's trying to convince the producer to let him talk to Raquel.
1: Hey, can we like have a uh, can we can we have like a for real break where we're not like being filmed? Yeah, you uh, you want to go back and get lunch right now? Yeah, but can I just like chat with her like without yeah. like...
0: That'd be nice. like cameras are up if anyone's together like the whole time? Dude, you know. No, man, like no. you can. Have I'm taking Being, my mic off. You can have time if you need time to yourself, but if y'all are
1: together, you know. Dude, I just, dude, I just want to f- f- sorry. You, like, I know, but if you're together, you we're know. We're not, we're, dude,
0: we're we're just, like, we just. And at this point, Ariana leaves her trailer to go outside to see Tom, because Tom's outside talking to his producer, and the producer won't let them talk off camera, because then the producer would get fired. They're like, no, if you're going to talk, we need to get this on camera. We have, Run, part man. of what it is, you know. All right, are you guys going to go you're going to go eat we lunch? I legally have to have a break. I got to You can have a break. Tom goes, "I legally have to have a break." He knows his rights. And the, and the producer Patrick goes, "You can have a break. You just can't talk to Raquel." We
1: ha- we have food standing by ready for you. If you need a break, you can have a break. Yeah. The, the all of them as they're eating lunch, they're filming that, you know what I mean? no, man. They are. I'm, I'm...
0: i know. Where's Tom left get the out of here. Not he says, "I'm gonna call a lift to get out of here." He doesn't even no Uber. He, he was boycotting Uber because his ex-wife is our ex-girlfriend uh, is an employee of Uber now. You, if you need a break, that's
1: fine. But- I need a break from filming okay then then go eat some lunch
0: that's what not me we're, you're continuing to be a great snickers commercial he goes i need a break from filming well you, tom sandoval you don't really sound like yourself have a snickers to talk, you know what i mean i want to talk to her like i don't want a camera my goddamn face we will we won't we're not understanding I, I i you're saying that you want to talk to her off camera
1: exactly i know but Dude, I just need, I don't feel relaxed. She doesn't either. We have to watch what we say. Like, I don't want to, I don't want that. I'm in a very delicate position right now. Just take a beat. This needs to take a beat. Okay.
0: She's this. Can we get this produce, uh, producer a raise? He goes take a beat. He goes, I will take a beat. Uh, he, and uh, of course, Tom Sandoval says he needs to get on the same page with Raquel. Raquel's been in the in the trailer watching this all go down. It's actually interesting. Raquel's able. They're letting Raquel watch the recap. So in one way or another, they can get on the same page if Raquel sees what Tom Sandoval says. But either way, it just shows that there's a lot of irons in the fire here to get people's stories straight. We're gonna get to the. next. Next clip, we have some other content to talk about here with Sandoval. Right after a quick word from our sponsors. So, if you saw my Instagram yesterday at D you saw that I'm in Nashville, Tennessee, and I did Off the Vine, Caitlin Bristow's podcast, which I consider to be one of the biggest podcasts in the Bachelor world. It is definitely a top two podcast, not just in the Bachelor world, but in entertainment news in general. Um, I'll give you guys a quick recap of what went down. I was reached out to by one of, by Caitlin's podcast producers saying, Hey, we'd love to have you on if you ever want to do it. And I know sometimes they do like zoom interviews and I was like, yeah, I'd love to do an in-person interview. Um, You guys know me. I'm a firm believer that in-person interviews can lead to like, like a much more magical conversation than what can happen when you're on zoom and your dog's taking a dump in the other room and you're trying to figure, you know, so I said, yeah, let me know a date. I have a month open where I'm pretty free to travel and flexible. You guys know that. With the podcast, thanks to you guys, I'm able to travel. And I um, I said, All right, give me a date. They gave me a date and uh, I booked a flight and uh, booked a couple stand-up shows uh, shout out uh, to the folks that came out to my stand-up show last night they recommended Hattie B's uh, hot chicken which was really good I was a little I got I got there at the end of the night so I got whatever scraps were left over but I had a good hot fried chicken sandwich and that made the trip worth worth it but also I mean to do Caitlin's podcast we had a conversation and again it comes out this following Tuesday so we'll cover it more more there but Caitlin and I talked about things that could for sure make the news I'll wait to see See what she. Well, I'll wait to see what makes the cut because I hate to be like, oh, she said this about her ex, and then it doesn't come out. But let me just say this: um, I so delicately brought up aspects of Caitlin's life that I love, her authenticity, the way she speaks her truth. But we also talked about the shock she received about purity culture coming into into the Bachelor world. Uh, we talked about Nick and Sean and other exes. And it was a very interesting conversation. Of course, we talked a lot about me. I was the guest. I shared a story about how I met my father at the age of 20. I shared that story, which I don't know if I've ever shared it in its entirety on a podcast, but it's a relatively powerful story, I think. Um, uh, And uh, uh, we talked so much about my journey, how I got to where I am today. And I mean, how do you go from just being an indie, random podcaster random comic to getting to interview and in, in chat with uh, one of the greats. And um, I don't uh, say this lightly. I truly appreciate Caitlin and Jason for welcoming me into their home. Got to meet the dogs. And what a beautiful setup she has. I t- I've told her this for a while. I've said, you got to get on YouTube. And she was like, you know, dragged her feet on it because I think all of her other things were so successful. It's like, ah, oh, you got to branch into a new thing. She is going to crush it. Her podcast is going to crush it on YouTube. She's got the setup. She's got all of the i i think she's got the best podcast personality of anyone in Bachelor Nation, and I think she's gonna absolutely shine. So it was an honor to do her show. And if you're new to my channel, because you heard about me through her, Howdy, good to see you Jason tartik posted this hilarious Instagram video where it's essentially me in the other room just yapping as I talk to Caitlin. And Jason goes, Do I hear a Dave Neal in the house? Uh, it was really funny to see that. And um it's been a it's been a blast being over here in Nashville. So I'm considering moving. I mean honestly once you look at the housing and all that, I'm like, I'm, I am all in on Nashville right now. It's been a total blast and a great opportunity to, uh, you know, to try to meet a new crowd while I talk to Caitlin and all that jazz. I mean, I mean, I was a little nervous. We weren't going to get the podcast shot because she actually was get she got really sick the day after Memorial Day, the day we were supposed to air, and she like, you know, she had to order an at home IV to come. I don't know if you saw her Instagram, but she had to order an IV guy to come and juice her up and take care of her, and she was feeling super tired. But I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, uh, like like a true performer, you would, you know, she rose to the occasion, talked about her Mirrorball trophy and and you know, in her dancing world, and really, I think if if you're out there and you value the road less traveled if you value you know going from a waitress into a world of winning dancing with the stars spoiler she won it uh she needs to do dancing with the all-stars they need the uh you know they need to do that uh but it, you know if you value uh the unique plight that she was on and that you too could be on i gotta tell you it's gonna be a great episode you'll love it And I'm not the only person who's been searching for a home. It looks like indie movie star – I say indie as a joke – Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez, Jenny from the Block – Finally seal the deal on a $60 million home. I mean, you know, just out of my price range. J-Lo and Ben Affleck are wasting no time now that they've purchased a new home together because they've already moved in their stuff and the house is buzzing with activity. I kind of just imagine, I don't know about you, when I was a kid and my parents moved, when my mom and my stepdad, when we moved, it was the worst few days of my life. It was just a bunch of yelling, Lift! Pivot! You know, just a bunch of sweaty, no one's, no one, why does no one wear deodorant when you move? Everyone's just sweaty, you know, you're trying to lift a white couch and your, your greasy forehead smears all over it. Ben and Jen's belongings are piled up high in the driveway and there's tons of furniture, paintings, rugs, and a bunch of moving boxes. Yeah, my guess when you're rich, the biggest privilege of being rich, to me, seems to be hiring movers that'll be you'll, you'll know I've made it when I don't when I'm not putzing down the road in a u-haul smoking a cigarette because you got to smoke when you're moving I don't know I don't smoke cigarettes but when I'm moving I'm <laughs> I look like a, one of the bad guys from Waterworld. you know is that a weird reference maybe anyway there they are I mean 60 million dollars maybe they could have gotten it for 59 if they negotiated but they settled for 60 5,000 square foot sport facility which includes an indoor pickleball court boxing ring and sports lounge two Bedroom guardhouse. Hey JLo, can I move into the guardhouse? <laughs> I can guard and live stream at the same time. All right, we're going to get into our lead story here. This was featured on YouTube. It's a uh, Vanderpump Rules. Now, not much going on in the Bachelor world. Charity will be the Bachelorette in only, what, three plus weeks? But in the meantime, we've got a Scandaval update here. So Vanderpump Rules, if you're not following it, I cover all the details in this video. But uh, what's interesting when you see these live reunions, as happens on The Bachelor, other reality shows take to that uh, sort of parasocial Instagram commentary after the show airs. I can't believe you said that. I didn't hear that until I watched the live taping. So this is Lala Kent eviscerating Tom Sandoval. And stick around for the end of this episode here. After this clip, I'll share some more information about my uh, my uh, podcast with Caitlin. But here, first, here's our featured clip of the day. You can watch the video on YouTube. It is Lala Kent roasting Tom Sandoval a friendship battle royale as Lala Kent bashes Sandoval. After listening to the reunion and hearing what he said under his breath, people are calling for him to apologize to her. We're going to get to what Instagram rant she made after watching last night's episode. Do me a solid if you haven't already. Hit the like button. It really tells YouTube that you're watching my content and will promote us in the Vanderpump Rules niche because, of course, nobody has been more into this Vanderpump Rules story in the last two months than I have, and I know you guys have been as well. Sorry, I'm late to the party. It's cool. I'm like the kid who didn't get the iPhone th- original, and I only got it at iPhone 5. Okay, finally, I'm here at the I- or iPhone 8. I'm here. I made it. So I'm going to break this down into two different videos. We've got Lala bashing Sandoval. Next video, we'll have Raquel Levis blaming Ariana during her deceitful Tom Sandoval affair. We'll get to that whole storyline after. This is a completely separate beef that's going on. Here's Lala, and yeah, she should be pissed. Uh as she said the mama bear claws came out. And I'm going to play exactly what she said. Let's first listen to this clip that was put together by gossip underscore two underscore gossip on Instagram. It said, not only does Tom call Lala a narcissist, Tom also says to Lala that the only reason she took her IUD out, the only reason she had her daughter was because she was jealous of Stasi being pregnant. Well, those aren't the exact words he used. Let's just listen to what went down and then we'll hear what Lala has to say in return. Because you have to remember, they filmed this like a month ago, right? But they don't hear everything... There's ten people on stage talking at the same time. The camera will pick out who said what, and the audio will be adjusted in a way that can cover the very specifics. But uh, yeah, over here we uh, we we get to see Lala's response after we watch this.
1: I ain't a narcissist. Yeah, that's true. That has a lot to do with that. It has nothing to do with it. That does. No, it doesn't. You moron. You're a
0: moron. Right. So, so, be yeah. so, so to be fair, he says pulled your IUD the day you found out Stasi was pregnant. Didn't say anything about jealousy of Stasi being pregnant, but of course you can make that implication. And I'm not defending what he said either. I just think it's important to take uh, you know what he said uh, you know in t- the exact words, right? So You know, Tom calling Lala a narcissist and her saying she's not a narcissist. I've talked about this over and over. I don't know about anyone on this show. They could all be narcissists. I don't know if you need to watch 10 seasons or one or none at all. I have no idea. They're all in a reality show where they're rewarded for being crazy, essentially, right? They're rewarded for their chaos. But, you know, it can cross a line. Now, the thing I'll say about Tom Sandoval saying that, The the it's one thing to snap back with a comment. You know he had that in his back pocket, and I guess that's what they do when they come into these reunions. They have it's almost it's almost like a weird uh, Bravo form of a roast battle where they are ready. They've got this sort of inner dialogue that's ready to shout out insults. You're stupid. No, you're stupid. You you pulled this out when you blah blah blah. It's like you didn't just come up with that. You you were ready to say that, which almost makes it worse. It's like premeditated. Here's what Lala had to say
1: is the second time that i have seen sandoval diminish the conception of my beautiful magical daughter i'm disgusted
0: she a harry potter makes me
1: sit here and question who the fuck raised you and how they must be sitting there going do we really got to claim this fucking guy whoa really I am so glad that I did not hear that at the reunion because I'm telling you what, these mama bear paws would have mauled the fuck out of him. <laughs> Sandoval, you better watch your fucking tongue. Whoa. When you talk about me, you keep my daughter out of your mouth.
0: It is very Will Smith. You keep my wife's name out your mouth. Um, look, uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm trying to, you know, just no one asked me to uh, to sort of officiate this here uh, or adjudicate it. But, you know, Tom, Tom Sandoval didn't say... Anything about his daughter's name, but he did talk about um, her birthing process, removing her IUD. I can't believe an IUD made it. Th- this is <laughs> the, f- uh, you know, of all the things to be talking about after that reunion, I did not think it would be Lala's uh, contraception uh, techniques.
1: That's where I fucking draw the line. You can come from me all day long, you leave her out of this. That baby was brought into this world out of love, respect, and my. My relationship may have gone to shit, but that little girl is the best thing that ever fucking happened to me.
0: And by the way, this is where again I understand she's upset and she's got every point to be, uh, but this is where you like you get mad at something that wasn't someone's point. Like if you could sit down and say, Tom, what do you mean when you say she pulled the IUD out? You know, and then he would go, Well, what I mean is she was jealous of her friend or whatever. It has nothing to do with Ocean, the daughter, but at the same time, it's still not good. It's just like let's 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 uh, keep the argument on track here about IUDs. Dare you? How dare you? You, you and then she shared that TikTok we just shared, and of course, sharing a bunch of other memes. Let's see if we missed anything here. And then she said, "This. I want to quickly thank so many of you for the love and support you have shown me. You've rocked with me through so many phases of my life: early 20s debauchery, the passing of my dad, getting sober, becoming a mama. The list goes on. You do not go unnoticed. I've said this before. You all have made my dreams come true. I am forever grateful."
1: Hi. Hi. The devil walked in. <laughs>
0: Alright, so then she shared some other. Oh, uh, loud. Just trying to see.
1: At all can I say, like, can I... I say something? The word bully. I
0: think, think I think I, I love Bravo. Okay.
1: It's fucking Bravo. Yes. Alright, we all signed up for it. Ain't nobody bullying anybody. Bullying is
0: not. We all signed up for it. Nobody's bullying anybody here, she says.
1: Please, fuck off. <laughs> Listen, I, Mister, love- I fuck-
0: And then she says, please F off to Sandoval there. Send it to Daryl. All right, folks. Well, she said, now it's time to unwind. Yeah. How do you, first of all, how do you watch the show and then just go back to your reality? I would, uh, if I were on that show, I would need to do like seven jujitsu classes after. I'd have to go run a marathon to calm down because I'd be so enraged. Because, yeah, I mean, you you essentially just have, I mean, uh, you know, does this picture not, you know, tell a thousand words here? You essentially have everybody versus Tom Sandoval. But then you've got all these factions, like Sheena uh, in her temporary restraining order, f- or, or the, the TRO fire uh, that Raquel had filed on her. Then you've got Sandoval and Ariana, of course, which, by the way, Ariana said, I'm not even going to look at him. By reunion part two, they're just fighting eye to eye, you know, and they're going back, which I don't blame her, you know what I mean? And you get to see how toxic that relationship was. I'm not saying... It's, it was obvious. like obviously Sandoval cheated on Ariana and we'll cover this more in the next video that I'm about to make. So make sure to subscribe if you haven't gotten that. But ob- like obviously he's the bad guy um, well, Ariana, and again, this is fresh. This is this reunion was fresh after the breakup, so there's a lot that needs to be said here. She's in in, a, in recent interviews has kind of been more um you know poised, and I don't blame her whatsoever. But they, they're going at each other, and you're going, man, you, you know, you'd hate to be <laughs> in a car, you know, stuck with them. You know, you ever you ever do one of those couples road trips? Oh boy, this sounds. I haven't done one of these in years. Uh, I've I've quickly learned my wife and I uh, appreciate our alone time. But you ever do one of those couples road trips with a couple that just Fights, and you're like, oh my gosh, it makes you just want to squeeze your partner in the best way and say, never let go. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad we're not toxic like that. I mean, my wife and I will have disagreements, right? But like, you learn how to process, you learn how to, you know, a conversation is only good if you can speak in a way that your partner can absorb it. Otherwise, you're just doing this uh, weird uh, uh, theater arts dance where you're getting your emotions out, but it's not being received. And obviously, Sandoval and Ariana are past the point of no return here, but the way that they communicate with each other, and maybe the Bravo soundstage makes it worse, but the way that they communicate with each other is nothing short of miraculous in the worst way possible. So in the next video, actually, let's go right now. Sheena Shea reached out to Tom Sandoval following Pump Rules Backlash. Okay, so this doesn't quite merit its own video, but it's still interesting as we're covering a lot of the side stories that are going on. Like, look, you guys watched the reunion. I don't need to relitigate every little thing that happened. But what's very interesting is she mentioned on her podcast uh, that she reached out to Tom Sandoval. She said, I did reach out, the good as gold singer admitted on her shenanigans podcast with guests Brittany Carwright and Jax. Sheena claimed she was worried about Tom following the sudden death of his close friend, Ali Rafiq, earlier in the month and sent him a couple of sympathetic texts. Despite the olive branch, she said, he didn't respond to me. The second text didn't even deliver. I think he turned his phone off or he just blocked you after the first text the guest said. So that's what's interesting because we see Tom Sandoval really trying to uh, plead his case to sheena and say we've been friends for 15 years that we we can recover from this and then ariana in in you know interjects and says you don't get to be friends with her which of course is not ariana's call in the end it's sheena's call but either way very interesting stuff i'd love to know what you guys think Alright, well I appreciate everyone checking out the content for the day. We actually had a lot of content we didn't get to here. So much to talk about from the Vanderpump world. Um, I was going to make a video on charity. They released some of the men from her season, but I- I'm telling you right now, it's not good audio. It's um, it's a very visual driven who the men are. So I'm going to I'm gonna try to be picky and choosy about what I share with you guys, what will work well on the audio drive, which is the Bachelor Rush Hour. Um, as far as other Caitlin Bristow uh, information from my chat with her, I'm going to be posting some things on the Patreon and telling you guys the full behind the scenes of how it goes down so if you haven't already and want to join it really helps out Uh, it's a friendly community and it really helps me out patreon.com slash Dave Neal and there's a link in the comment section below you can go check that out today I recorded a new driving with Dave uh, I had Ryan Neal he um, he's was a star of listen to your heart on the The bachelor's uh, music show from 2020 can you believe that three years later and he actually premiered his new song for me that's gonna air next Friday just as a teaser let me tell you something he's got a lot of talent he's got a great new song coming out I can't wait to share it with all of you I'm gonna share it um, I'm gonna share it with you guys on the next episode of driving with Dave I'm sorry yeah the next episode of driving with Dave, which comes out next Friday, not this Friday. I was supposed to do an interview with Thomas, uh, of course, uh, Thomas and Becca, but Thomas uh, wasn't able to make it um, into Los Angeles last week. So working on that, and also Caitlin Bristow was going to do a driving with Dave, but because she was sick and not feeling well, we decided to postpone that. i hoping I can get that up soon. Uh, she's supposed to be in Los Angeles, so hopefully we can get that up soon. I think Caitlin and I really hit it off. I, I tell people... Um, I, I I can't force people to like others, but I'm telling you, some of these people that have strong personalities like Caitlin Bristow and Katie Thurston, I'm telling you right now, it's a special thing that uh, that they can open up on social media, open up on, on the show, and kind of live that life. Now, it'll come with some consequences of audiences that don't always get what they're doing. But you have to remember, and we talk about this on, on Caitlin Bristow's podcast, Off the Vine. And by the way, when I go on it, I'm going to need all of you to leave comments on her YouTube, to leave a good rating, and just show them the full force of our crowd here. Real positivity coming at her. Uh, show her what it's all about. Because we quickly forget, but Caitlin Bristow took a hell of a lot of heat from a world that slut-shamed her, to use to use that term very correctly. And uh, yeah, she was slut-shamed to hell and back after her season of the bachelorette and we soon forget how quickly times have changed culturally uh but it was it wasn't pretty and for her to overcome all of that it was a pleasure to see uh the Caitlin Bristow and the positive side of dealing with all of that adversity. Uh, and anyway, I think you're going to really love that conversation. I believe it drops next Tuesday. I'll let you guys know it'll be on Caitlin Bristow's Off the Vine. Uh, but in the meantime, that's going to do it for us today. i got to fly back to Los Angeles. I'm actually going to be in Vegas this weekend at Reality Steve's event. So if anyone's in Vegas and are coming to that event, I can't wait to hang with you. There's a free pasta bar at his party. So he's doing it up carb style. So beers and pasta for me this weekend. And then next week I'll be in New York City. If you haven't already, we're going to get tickets to those shows. Come support live stand-up comedy. All right, folks. Well, that's it for me. I'll talk to you later. I'm Dave Neal. This was Bachelor Rush Hour.